0: every team every topic everywhere this is believe
1: welcome one and all to another edition of after hours with defund luby here on the believe network nfl is here hallelujah kicked off last night rams and bills, we talk lots of NFL right now with staff writer for the Sports Illustrated and the MMQB, the one and only Connor Orr joins us today. Good morning, good afternoon, Connor. How you doing?
0: I'm doing well, thanks. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, my friend. righty so it was uh, not as eventful as an opener as some people like me would have had. In the degenerate side, I actually took the Rams against a buddy of mine. Really thought. Uh, the linesmakers were a little off calling them a home dog. Well, the linesmakers were actually off, but light on the Bills as the Bills dominated the Rams last night on the field and on the score. What was your biggest takeaway from last, last night's game that many thought could be a Super Bowl preview?
0: Yeah, just how singularly dominant Josh Allen is. And I think that, you know, while well, we've only seen two quarterbacks and our sample size is diluted and we still have the weekend games to go, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious who the MVP front runner is. I think in my mind, and uh, he's he's taken his game to another level. And we we just haven't seen this combination of size and speed at the quarterback position and mobility. Um, the the nearest comp that I can think of is is almost like um, you know Cam Newton, but but with a better arm. And so I think that we're in a we're in a really interesting place because Cam Newton running that same offense with that same coordinator. Went fifteen and one, you know, and, the, and and they made it to the Super Bowl.
1: So, see, and the other thing I took away from that game last night was, and yes, the Bills' defense was really good, even without to Davius White, one of the best defensive backs in football. But even when Stafford wasn't getting rushed, he didn't look good last night. It's so it's funny, like Stafford had taken this big step forward last year, going to the Rams, getting to the playoffs, winning in the playoffs, playing big in the Super Bowl when they needed him winning his first Super Bowl championship. You're now seeing him in national commercials. He's getting that spotlight he never got with Detroit Lions. And it felt like he had taken a step out of being Mr. Turnover Prone. And then last night, he has three interceptions and a fumble. And a lot of the turnovers was just on him. I mean, even on plays where he wasn't getting rushed, where receivers were open. What was your takeaway from Matt Stafford last night?
0: Well, I think that the Bills are just really good at manipulating uh, quarterbacks' lane, lines of vision. Uh, they have the two best safeties, I think, in the NFL. And no matter who you're playing at cornerback next to that, you know you can essentially control um, a defensive backfield. You can own a defensive backfield with seven guys. And, and then you get Vaughn Miller off the edge, and, and you're creating a lot of pressure. You're creating a lot of non-ideal situations for a quarterback. And Stafford's not a mobile guy, and so he found himself I think, in a lot of hot water, and forced to, to make a lot of bad throws.
1: Talking with uh, Connor Orr, staff writer with Sports Illustrated, the MMQB, here with us on After Hours. All righty, so this time of the year, we love our storylines. What are we looking at going into the season? We do originate out of South Florida. The Miami Dolphins, it's funny, for being an average organization to bad the last 20 years, i have got more spotlight than I remember since Dan Marino being here, and a lot of it's on Tua Tagovailoa. bailoa what are your thoughts on the Miami Dolphins heading this season? they made a lot of splashes on offense. They did bring in Melvin Ingram. They did keep a defense that was, by the end of the year, top five or so in the NFL. Uh, Mike McDaniel, a fun, new-age kind of coach in that. Sean McVay-Vane was on the McVay coaching tree. What are your thoughts on the Miami Dolphins heading into this season?
0: I think McDaniel is interesting because it's sort of a McVay coaching tree, but it's, it's more, um, I mean, he's been more closely aligned with Kyle Shanahan. And I think what's, um, you know, if you talk to a lot of people, it's not just that he was on the tree. It was sort of like he, he was the foundation. And I think that Kyle really depended on him to engineer a lot of the most important aspects of that offense. And so I think Mike knows it better than anybody. And I'm really interested to see what his own take is going to be on, on this, because, We've seen the offense succeed um, in a lot of different ways, but right now it's going to be how you're going to diversify it. And uh, and if anyone can do it, can take it in a new direction, I think it's going to be Mike.
1: Well, and let me ask you about Tua because it's interesting. As I've sort of turned into this Tua lover, and it's not like I ever was. I don't really had never had bias coming out of college, but I, I look at these other guys around him in that draft that have had success and have become these elite quarterbacks and I and I sort of felt he was maligned in the sense that he wasn't in the same situation. This is the year he's finally put on that same level when it comes to talent, whereas Burrow has Higgins and Boyd and Chase and you have with Mixon and then you have Herbert with Allen and Williams and even Eckler turned into a really solid running back especially pass catcher out of the backfield. Tua didn't have that. Tua now has that. What are your thoughts for Tua heading this season as it seems like some of the national pundits want to really dive into that guy, even though to me he hasn't really gotten a fair shake?
0: I, you know, I, I think this is a fair shake. I mean, I think that's whatever, you know, I think that's what, how you have to take it away. I mean, it's a good coach who cares about the quarterback. It's, um, it's an offense that's quarterback friendly. And, um, and you have a receiving core that's going to bail him out uh, of a lot of stuff because Tyreek will be instrumental in the quick game. And so, you know, all that stuff, those are the tenets of comfortability for a quarterback. And I think if he succeeds under those conditions, then uh, we can all admit that we're wrong. And, and if not, then I think, you know, the, the Dolphins know. And they seem to kind of know in their hearts anyway. I and mean, How many times have they tried to get Tom Brady over the last three years that they, they probably need to move on?
1: You bring up the man that has been probably the biggest storyline of the offseason. First, it started with him retiring, which seemed strange because a guy was had maybe his best season last year, was like runner-up in the MVP. A lot of people thought he should have won the MVP. Then he comes back. Then he now takes eleven days off in the middle of camp, misses some preseason action. Now he's back and motivated from what we're hearing. Hearing also off the field some issues at home. Um, but again, when it's Tom Brady, you don't really doubt his on field focus. What I doubt is their offensive line, and word's coming out, Brady's using that as motivation. I think you should, because I think the offensive line is a major issue. You have three guys hurt, two may be hurt for a long time, and we know with Tom Brady, the one thing he, he counts on is not getting hit. Yeah, he's not going to take a long time with the ball, but he doesn't want to get hit. What are your thoughts on the Tampa Bucks with that offensive line that is seemingly an issue?
0: Um, you know, I think a lot of offensive linemen he's played with over the years would admit that you know the reason that they were so highly rated okay. as offensive linemen is because Tom Brady throws the ball after two seconds, that's you know, no matter what, and so, and it's pretty easy to hold on, hang on to a guy for two seconds. So I think that's sort of the setup that they have there. You know, I think that Tom Brady has created more good offensive linemen than good offensive linemen have created Tom Brady. I mean, if you think about it over the over the course of twenty years, it's pretty impossible to to put together, you know, enough good offensive lines to protect your quarterback for that long without something else being uh, um, involved. So, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if, you know, we'll we'll see if he's all in. We'll see if he's got one foot out the door. I think it'll be pretty obvious, you know, if you're 46 years old and you're trying to play in the NFL and you don't have your heart into it, I think it'll be pretty easy to tell.
1: The Two of the bigger, uh, most more interesting things to me are lo- looking at the teams that people still have as great but lost top pass catchers. Because if the receiver position doesn't matter, as in you're the Packers and you can lose Devontae Adams, you're the Chiefs, you can lose Tyreek Hill, then why are these guys getting so much money? <laughs> why is Hill getting paid what Hill's getting paid? Why is Devontae Adams getting paid what he's getting paid if, they, if the, the teams that they left can just move on? What are your thoughts on the Packers and the Chiefs as they try to overcome the losses of Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the two of them, uh, they kind of want the same thing, but just in different ways. I mean, you know, I think with the Packers, right, you're you're trying to replace him with a handful of different players. And if you have a receiver like Devontae Adams that has all three skill sets that you need for a wide receiver, and you're going to let him go, and you're going to save a whole bunch of money, and you're going to get draft picks, well, then what you do in in the interim is you get a couple different guys who can replace him individually. Maybe one guy that's really fast, one guy that uh, it's really good in a quick game, one guy that's a precision route runner, and you sort of build an offense around it that way instead of around one person. And the Chiefs, too. I mean, you know, I think Tyree Kill, maybe not a fantastic route runner, just really fast. I think him was destroying guys off the line, and that's good um, for, for however long that's going to last. But speed is one of those things that's not a sustainable asset. And so if you're interested in Patrick Mahomes and his growth, I think what you want to do is pair him with, Receivers who are more technicians, more precision route runners, and you want him to play a little bit more on time and on schedule, like the Herberts and, and the Bradys of the world.
1: all right last couple of things here with Connor Orr again, check him out on Twitter at Connor Orr, staff writer for Sports Illustrated and the MMQB. I want to ask you because we go into every year with expectations for a lot of teams. Who is someone that, who are one or more teams that you think people are thinking highly of that will actually disappoint this season?
0: That's a good question. Um, I think the Cowboys are certainly a candidate for that, um, as they are every year. I mean, right? They're yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sort yeah. of yeah. Notre yeah. Dame football. Yeah. This, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, they're always going to be built up, and there's always a, an expectation of winning a Super Bowl. So maybe that's not fair. Um, the Buccaneers, as you mentioned, I think certainly um, are another option there. Um, And as we saw last night, I mean, you know, the Rams might just have some trouble. I mean, you know, the Rams, um, you're very top-heavy. And and you're top-heavy with guys who are over the age of 30 or approaching the age of 30. And even if they're the best players in the world at their craft, if they go down or they get injured or they lose a couple weeks, all of a sudden I think it becomes hard to to build a season.
1: Well, and the opposite of that, who's... Because that's the one thing about what I love about the NFL. Look, the NBA every year, you can sort of pick out who's good. Yeah, the Grizzlies were better than we thought. But again, uh, they didn't win. And they do count on the one guy. And they were fine without Morant. But still, uh, you sort of knew who was going to be good in the during the season. And that's what happened. The NFL, what's great about the NFL is every year teams shock you. Uh, who's someone, the other side of that, that we're not talking much about, but we will be as this season goes on?
0: I think it's gonna be the Eagles. I mean and yeah, they made the playoffs last year, um, but I think they're gonna make the playoffs a little more convincingly. I think they're gonna move a couple rounds into the playoffs and yeah, for sure. If I'm a if I'm a betting person, I'm I'm keeping my eye on Philadelphia because I think that's uh I think they're gonna be special. I think they have a really good uh really good staff there and a lot of that defense is gonna to be tough. So I, I, I would keep an eye on Philly.
1: All right, Mr. Connor, or check him out on Twitter again at Connor, Orr. and hopefully we get to talk to you a lot, Connor, throughout the NFL season. Thanks again, man. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. Thanks, you too. All right, that's again Connor or with Sports Illustrated MMQB. We went around the NFL and we'll do that each and every week here with either Connor, Brandon Lang, some of the other people we talked to. We are very excited to have NFL action back, as I'm sure you are. was very wrong last night. Connor, I wish I would have talked to him ahead of time. Uh, people were not as high in the Rams as I was, but I did not hear people against the Rams. And now I know why that line was what that line was. And some people thought it could be higher. Uh, I underestimated the Bills. I knew they were going to be really good. I did not take them to be the favorite in the NFL. At least after not that last night, and again, one game. But after last night, they look like the favorite in the NFL. And the Rams, I thought they should be the favorite in the NFC. Right now, I I would still say they're in there. I just don't know what happened to Stafford, and I get it. The bills take the deep stuff away. The bills make you take your time. The bills still do bring pressure. The bills have a very smart like. It's people are calling their safeties the two best safeties. I've heard of both of them, Poyer, and I understand who they are. I there's five or six guys I would call better safeties than them. So what it is is they're not flashy names, but they are really good and they get the job done. And as a unit. They just play in sync, and they play really well, which we know matters when it comes to sports, especially football, which is the ultimate team sport. Yes, the quarterback's the most important position, left tackle, and so on, the linebacker, whatever, you know, edge, but as a team, they all work, and work together to make the overall product better. That Bill's defense does just that. Sean McDermott has done a hell of a job with them, and Josh Allen's playing his best ball of his career, he wasn't pressured a lot last night, and when he was, he handled like a champ. Uh, big, strong dude who can run, and th- that's the thing. He reminds me of Cam Newton, but Cam Newton wasn't accurate. Cam Newton took a lot of chances. Cam Newton didn't just take what the other team gave you. Josh Allen, I wonder how long he'll be willing to do that, but he was willing to do it last night. Yeah, early there was some mistakes, but it wasn't on him. He had one pass that wasn't horrible that went for an interception, That was, you could say, on him. The other interception early wasn't on him. It was a good pass that just got dropped into the hands of a defender. And the the two fumbles weren't on him. So Josh Allen has become not one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but a guy that has all the talent and also isn't taking all the chances that he did earlier in his career. The Bills are a scary team. I think the Rams will figure stuff out. I just don't know what to do with Stafford. And I get it. The Bills force you into bad things. Eh, Patrick Mahomes did a lot of good things against the Bills defense. You know, like... Matt Stafford looked garbage last night. He looked like Matt Stafford with the Lions, where he was trying to do too much, where the Bills were giving him stuff. He wasn't getting hit. Even when he was sacked, it wasn't in the first two seconds. It wasn't a guy coming free. It was after four or five seconds. Look at the NFL. You can't think you're going to get 10 seconds every play. You know, like, you get to that three, four-second mark, you got to get rid of that ball, and he was holding on to it a long time last night. Like, he was holding on to that ball, and then he'd have guys open and just miss him. He did not look good last night. And I don't know if it's the elbow, the surgery, I don't know what it is. And the Bills defense, I'm sure, had a lot to do with it. He also looked off. So I figure with McVay, with that group, with all the talent they have, they'll figure that out. And they're going to be, I think, a force to be reckoned with. And I'm excited that the Dolphins kick off this Sunday. The rest of the NFL kicks off this Sunday and Monday. And we'll talk a lot more about that. If you want to check us out each and every day, we talk all things sports. The Defoe Show with Luby on South Florida Live. Check out our, our South Florida content specifically on the Five Reasons Sports Network and our national stuff right here. The After Hours with Devon Hornluby here on the Believe Network. And if you're a Rams fan who's trying to keep your hopes alive, if you're the Bills who are just soaring high, if your team is falling but they're trying to rise up, always remember, you gotta believe Get a player's card when you walk through the door for all kinds of generous amenities, including our favorite, free play. When you come out to the ultimate casino and entertainment destination, highly apart. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you.